Hey everyone, we're back. We have a brand spanking new episode for you today here on Comedy History 101 on the history of traveling salesmen and farmer's daughter jokes. Ooh. Before we jump into the episode, a few plugs. I have a new book out called Tribe Spotting Undercover Culture Stories. It's all about my exploits going out undercover and infiltrating tribalism in America. Everything from assault weapon enthusiasts to furries and everything else in between. Also, September 20th, if you're in Washington, D.C., I'll be performing at the Kennedy Center with my show Jokey as part of the Reach Festival. So be sure to check that out. Just Google it. You'll find the information. And without further ado... Good thing about doing comedy in Russia, you have captured the audience. You're stupid. Everybody's so stupid. Comedy History 101. The doorbell rang and the father answered the door and the lad said, Hi, my name's Joe. I'm here for Flo. We're going to the show. Is she ready to go? The father looked him over and sent the kids on their way. The next lad arrived. My name's Eddie. I'm here for Betty. We're going to get some spaghetti. Is she ready? Father felt this one was okay too, so off the two kids went. The final young man arrived and the farmer opened the door. The boy started off. Hi, my name's Chuck. And the farmer shot him. Oh my God. Holy shit. What? The farmer shot him at the end. The, the guy was, was committed <laughs> manslaughter. <laughs> this is horrible. Yeah, How you, especially in this kind of day show? and age, it's like what fucking kind of gun, show gun you, regulations on these what farmers. What kind of show are you leading us into here, man? <laughs> so, um, what you heard there up front was an example of a farmer's daughter joke. And yes, you've tuned into yet another episode of Comedy History One Hundred and One. Where we school you in comedy. I'm Harmon Leon. With me is Scott Kalanico. Scott, how are you? Top of the morning. Robot voice. I'm over here across the pond. What are you going to say? Go ahead. I'm not, I'm not going to talk if you're going to be mean to me. That's No, no. That's, I'm just joshing because then why? We've been off for a few weeks now. And, We're on uh, vacation. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's just we're, I'm just trying to get us back up to gear, back up to pace. Are you ready? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm there. Are, I'm there. You, are you done? Are yes. you done? Yes. Can I, can I reply now? Yes. I'm, I'm fine, Harmon. Oh, okay. Good, good. You, you yeah. undersold it. I like that. You, you did yeah. the undersell. Yeah. So, um, again, that was what you heard up front is a, a example of a farmer's daughter joke, which also ties into the classic. Traveling salesman joke, which is the topic of today's episode here on Comedy History 101. And footnote, Scott, this episode, uh, yet again, was recommended by one of our listeners, a Shane Schmidt in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And and listeners, you can be like Shane, too. You can recommend things that we could do episodes on and we could pay you a homage uh, here on Comedy History 101 by actually doing that as an episode. 
Yeah, and then we'll we'll tweet about it and put it up on our Facebook page. That's right. And then how can they contact us, Scott? That's how they can contact us by tweeting at us or going to our Facebook page. Facebook page is pretty easy to find, Common History 101. Our website, commonhistory101.com. But the Twitter's a little tricky, Harmon, isn't it? It's it's commhist101. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is that what it is? Yes. All right. That's how and what if they want to Instagram us? Uh, that's at Comedy History 101. That's right, yeah. All across the board. Yeah. So, Scott, do you All have All across any? the board, dude. So, so, just, Scott, explain to me what a traveling salesman joke is. And why why don't we really hear a lot about it? In well, our 2019 I mean, eras. With our 2019 <laughs> ears. Well, I think, yeah, because I, I don't think they're very woke anymore. Because they typically, as you mentioned, they typically involved, um, and they typically involve a salesman who happens to be traveling from place to place, and um, a farmer who uh-huh. is, you know, upholding conventions, and then his daughter, who sometimes will be um, sexually um, promiscuous. True, but also there's there's the. I, the two, the farmer's daughter joke and the traveling salesman joke, they, they intersect. And sometimes there's traveling salesman jokes without farmer's daughters. And sometimes, uh, I, I follow me on this train of thought here, there's, want to say it together, there's farmer yeah. jokes F- without, F- without traveling, traveling salesmen. Sales. Yeah, exactly. But the reason... The reason why you don't hear a uh, traveling salesman joke, it's kind of a joke of a bygone era. Yes, old-timey. Old-timey days, we would say. Well, uh, could, can I just say, uh, thank you, Amazon. Thank you, Jeff Bezos, for, for taking <laughs> away our traveling salesman jokes. Thank you. Thank you, second-day delivery. No, no delivery oh. charges. Oh, because there are there aren't traveling salesmen anymore. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, there's 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 okay. no one knocking on your door. First of all, oh, fucking man, creepy. That's creepy. A strange yeah. man knocking on your door, just saying, "Is is the man of the house in?" Yeah, and then <laughs> as, they would as put they the, do, the, and then putting his then foot would, in the door. <laughs> yeah, he put the foot. Then they he would like sprinkle dirt all over your carpet and vacuum it up. <laughs> No, I want to tell you this joke. It's important because I love this joke. This is a great joke. It's a really good joke because it involves a traveling salesman. And I like that because too many jokes today don't. <laughs> and traveling salesmen are going away. They're going away. They're being replaced by guys calling you up from India, pretending they're not in India. <laughs> Hello, this is Scooter. <laughs> How about that local team? Yeah, so, um, oh, there's a traveling salesman joke that goes like, okay, I'm going to sprinkle dirt on your carpet, and, and if, if, if this vacuum cleaner can't uh, sweep it up, I will eat that dirt with a spoon. And, and, yeah. the, and the woman says, we'll get eating because we don't have electricity. Oh, no. <laughs> Again, from a bygone era. As you might remember yeah, from, uh, uh, you know, maybe traveling salesman's jokes would be told amongst the characters in the 1960s era movie Salesman by whom, Scott? The Males oh, Brothers. Oh, those ma- yeah. Males Brothers. That was good. That, they, were, they were traveling bi- Bible salesmen. There, then there was also the, uh, the Fuller Brush Man. 
Tell us about that. Was that in the Mail Squad movie? Or? No, th- no, they were selling sa- they were selling Bibles. No, there was like the Fuller Brush Man. Mm-hmm. So you didn't know Fuller? You never you never heard about the Fuller Brush Man? No, no. Was it in a movie? Yeah, they would just sell they would sell brushes door to door, man. <laughs> That's what you did. <laughs> yeah, I just saw like there was a guy on YouTube. I think it was a documentary short where um, he was the last traveling salesman that sold bronze baby shoes. Like in, oh, yeah, in, wow. in like modern era. Yeah, so here it is. So here's a, a quick, some uh, some quick figures. Um, this is why uh, you know maybe these jokes were so popular. Mm-hmm. So the Fuller Brush Company, which you know would make brushes as, as you would think, um, they it said by 1985, mm-hmm. that's back in the eighty days. Like you'd be wearing Dayglo with your your sleeves rolled up, you know, yeah. listening to to Paul Young. But like by 1985, uh, all of the company's sales were generated from door to door salesmen. Wow, and now it's probably yeah. <laughs> all generated by uh, point and click. That's good. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So we we could we could tell a few traveling salesman jokes, but they're all like at least like a paragraph long. <laughs> yeah, they're not very long. That's the thing. <laughs> they're all long. They're all like and then this when then he said. But. This is a joke that involves a traveling salesman. I like this joke. A traveling salesman uh, walks up to a house and he knocks on the door, and the door is answered by a 10-year-old boy who's wearing a brand panties and high-heeled shoes. He's smoking a cigar and drinking a scotch. And the salesman goes, Whoa, son, are your parents home? And the kid says, What the fuck do you think? Um, let's, let's focus more on, on the genre of joke, also a by, of a bygone era, of the, the traveling salesman farmer-daughter kind of combo of jokes. And in right. those jokes, um, I think as you just stated, it, it involves a farmer, his daughter, and a salesman who's stranded in the country somehow because of weather or car trouble. And again, mm-hmm. uh, also very dated because, Scott, let's say you're a salesman and you're stranded yep. in the country due to mm, weather. I'm stranded in the country due yeah. to weather or uh, car, car trouble. trouble. Uh, just get an Airbnb. <laughs> Why do you have to knock on a farmer's door and ask? To no, I would. I, I just call. I just call AAA, dude. I call AAA, man. Exactly. I would call it from the yeah. computer in my pocket <laughs> I know, exactly. to help me out because I'm stranded. Yeah. AAA. So maybe the jokes have to be uh, okay. Uh, they have to involve this detail. It's and and his cell phone battery is dead. Oh, that's good. Maybe we should. And start, he doesn't like, have a charger in his car, so he has to sleep at the farmer's house. And oh, that's good. Somehow that's, that's gonna sit good with the farmer, letting a stranger sleep in his barn in or he 2019. <laughs> yeah, he bought the wrong adapter for the charger, or like it's loose, or like it doesn't stick in all the way. That's like a that's a 2019 problem, isn't it? Yeah. So again, the the quandary in in the farmer daughter traveling salesman joke is uh, I will paraphrase uh, and and just point out that there is a funny part in this is that the salesman uh, is allowed to sleep in the barn, uh, but. There's one stipulation he can he has to stay away from the yeah. farmer's daughter. Uh-oh. Stay away. Crux in the plot. Yeah. Uh, inevitably uh-huh. the crafty salesman manages to foil the protective the protective father and hanky-panky ensues. Thus the quandary of the farmer's daughter joke. Behind the first hole was my wife. That is where she stays. The second was my daughter. 
young and supple like a fawn. The third hole was a milking machine that doesn't oh. quit no. till 50 gallons are withdrawn. Yeah! Withdrawn! Right, but I think, were you going to bring this up later? Because there's also the, the, the salesman who doesn't get any version of these jokes. Like, how, how does that go? Okay, so basically, it's kind of, you know, the, all, hmm, the setup would be about the same. Mm-hmm. And uh, same deal, like, uh, he, he is a salesman, car breaks down, offered refuge by a farmer mm-hmm. um, on the condition that he stay away from his daughter. Stay away from and, my daughter. You can sleep in the uh, barn. Just don't, uh, don't, don't rape my daughter. Yeah, that, <laughs> which, of course, is always a basis for a funny joke. Yeah. Um, so, and then the, the salesman winds up not sleeping with the daughter. Yeah. And in the morning, um, she's basically, you know, cucking. You know, she's like, you know, well, why didn't you why didn't you try to sleep with me? So that's like the twist on the joke. I can tell you the actual joke, the one I read. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. All right. So see if I can remember. So a far uh, salesman is traveling from door to door and all of a sudden his car breaks down. It's getting late at night, so he doesn't know what to do. So he seeks refuge at the, a nearby farm, uh-huh. and the farmer welcomes it, him in. Says, "Well, I'll give you a place to sleep, but I only have this bed with my beautiful twenty-year-old daughter." And so the salesman goes, "Hmm, okay." And the farmer builds a little um, fence of pillows in between the two before they go to bed. Right? You follow me? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, and so they go to bed. They fall asleep, and then. Um, the next day, the uh, I'm just hoping I didn't leave anything out. Anyway, the, the next did, did day, did you leave out the funny uh, bit? Maybe. No, no, hold on, hold on that's coming. That's oh, the coming. funny the bit's day, coming. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the salesman, the salesman goes out and he sees the daughter. She's feeding the chickens on the other side of the fence, and she's like gives him an alluring wink. And the salesman makes a comment like, uh, "Boy, if this fen- fence weren't in the way, I'd come over there and give you a big kiss." And then the the farmer's daughter says, um, "Well, if you couldn't get over a line of pillows, how are you going to get over this fence? Something, something like that." Ah, and then we laugh yeah. and laugh yeah. and laugh. <laughs> yeah, so but then, you, in that case, yep, you're, yeah, you're laughing at the salesman because he didn't get any. Ah, ah, I'm yeah. reading here like a description of farmer daughter jokes, and it says here. That uh, the traveler and the daughter sleep together, and in parentheses it says, in some variations, multiple times. Ah. (laughs) And in the morning, the farmer somehow discovers the deception, and the punchline is then delivered, uh, either through the punishment or sexual humiliation of the traveler by the farmer. Right. Right, Or through the humiliation of the farmer... By the traveler tricking him and escaping punishment. Mm-hmm. Or, or being law enforcement, maybe, in that case. Yeah, the too. cops. Yeah, so I think it's yeah, like, I know. think like, a, just to paraphrase, of, of a possible twist is uh, somehow the, the traveling salesman thinks he's sleeping with the daughter and he's really sleeping with one of the farm animals. Oh Jesus! Okay, well, which is fine. That's fine. I mean, I don't, yeah, we 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 I don't. don't be- we're not condoning that, no. people. No, we're promoting it either. What? Really. What? What? <laughs> no, no. This. What if you 
<laughs> well, if he wants to sleep with the farm hands instead of the daughter, that's fine. I'm, yeah, I'm fully yeah. supportive. Yeah. As long as it's consensual, that's the, that's the thing. On Oops! The Podcast, join me, comedian Julio Gallerati, as I examine everyday life, the mistakes, the bad decisions, the goals, the jokes, the social engagements, and all things in between. I'm joined every week by producer and personal confidant Ryan Lynch, various other comedians for witty, candid, and intoxicating conversation. Our listeners love Oops! for sophisticated banter, aka your mom could listen, and many feel like they're in the room with us chopping it up with old pals. You can find every episode of this show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. But, Scott, did you know this? Did you know that, uh, well, first of all, um, the, the traveling salesman joke, it came into prominence um, roughly around, it traces back to at least the 1900s and is closely associated with the Ozark subculture. So oh, I guess they must have had a lot of traveling salesmen oh, in the Ozarks. Man. Or a lot of farmers' yeah, daughters. I don't know. And that kind of and that kind of ties in with the Beverly Hillbillies because you know, like Ellie May is like the quintessential farmer's daughter. Mm-hmm. Or or um, Little Abner and Daisy. Little, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, Little. Or Abner. why don't we go uh, Dukes of Hazard too? Yeah, exactly. Okay, I like that. I like where we're going with this. Well, hey, Scott, uh, can I just say you are correct? Because, oh, you are right. correct, because the farmer's daughter is a stock character, not only in jokes, but also in uh, fiction. Okay, yeah. And so it, it drives back to uh, 13th century Icelandic uh, literature. Holy cow. Yeah, yeah. So the jokes <laughs> that we're hearing today are just uh, merely kind of stock characters where the salesman... It wouldn't be a traveling salesman, but they would refer to him as the peddler, who is not a Batman uh, villain, <laughs> but yeah. a, a, a peddler. <laughs> the pe- of oh, that would be, that'd be a great Batman <laughs> villain, dude! You can make a movie that'll get into like Toronto and Venice and all those big famous festivals with now. Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, <laughs> as the Joker. Yeah, so the archetype of, of both the characters, of the farmer's daughter and the peddler, uh, so the farmer's daughter is often portrayed as a desirable, naive young woman who will tend to marry a hero and settle down. So, oh. like I was saying, in the 13th century Icelandic, uh, it's called Greta's Saga, the character and female servant discover a fugitive warrior sleeping naked in a barn. The servant oh, no. mocks the size of the warrior's, uh, well, I'm just going to say it, penis. Yeah, that's fine. You <laughs> kids, can say that. kids. Oh, we could say that, yeah. And the warrior awakens and, and whoa, here's a plot twist. Oh, uh, whoa. And forces himself on her as the farmer's daughter flees from the room. We not, don't, we don't not endorse that. Not very woke, that. Iceland, 13th no, century. we do not endorse that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Double no. Don't take our words out of no. context saying we do. No, and please. And Twitter. Yeah, don't put it. But you can, you can Twitter us via our website and uh, a comment and like us on How would people get to us at at comhist101? Yep, exactly. So another variation of the joke goes back to medieval France. The story describes a farmer's daughter um, couldn't bear to hear about fucking. Whoa, come (gasps) on. Hey, French, hey. And and I'm going to say a cliche line, but uh, it's applicable here, Scott. Pardon my French. <laughs> that's right. That's okay. Yeah. But you know, but you know the the French say. Uh, 
je n'ai pas parlé le no, français. They, I think they actually they say pardon my English. Ah, really? And they uh, don't call yeah. them french fries, they call them palm frites. Yeah, yep, exactly. So in the French story, the farmer's daughter is rendered physically ill by the very mention of vulgar words. So she and her father's farmhand come up with a uh, euphemism referring to the penis as a horse and her vagina as a spring. And at the end of the story, however, she instructs him to, ready for the funny part, Scott? Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Water his horse in her spring. Oh, dear. And, impl- oh dear. and it says here that implying that she is unwilling to speak the vulgar words, but readily available to perform the act. And see. Oh, heaven. Oh, heaven. And curtain oh, lower. Oh, dear. Ah, uh, you, uh-huh. you French. So, again, uh, farmer's daughter jokes, they, they, they correspond to different stories around the world of naive or foolish or rustic uh, people with certain features of the joke uh, uniquely American. So what we're hearing uh, with the traveling salesman joke and the American version of the farmer's daughter joke, this has evolved over time, but as, as we just said, uh, you know, kind of around the 1900s is when the modern-day traveling salesman joke became into vogue. Mm-hmm. Or, or, or at least the American twist uh, got put upon it. <laughs> I, I agree. I agree. So, yes. Scott, 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 are you yes. there? Yes, what, yes, yes, yes. What can we get all, like, uh, uh, kind of, like, psychological? What is the psychological implications behind these these jokes where you have this farmer telling a stranger, you can sleep in my house, but you can't sleep with my daughter? First of all, that's well, just a fucking weird thing to say. Yeah. Yeah, but he, well, Harmon, this is the um, this is involve, all involved with the late, latency stage of psychological development, in which the individual is resolving the repression of the edible conflict. Ah, thus jokes reveal <laughs> much about the societies that tell them, including their anxieties, fears, and values. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. But uh, to to not quote from the pages in front of us, um, I think the the interesting thing was that like these v- jokes also kind of enforce the uh, the notion of itiner and itineracy. What does that mean? Uh, the the, the travel the, the 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 fact that Americans travel a lot, you know, mm-hmm. that, as opposed to other cultures, you know, well, so you've got the traveling salesman. Well, I think the modern version of that, but I think in old tiny days, such as like your your French version of the joke, and oh, need I need I quote yet again, Scott, the Canterbury Tales, <laughs> which was all about yeah. traveling and all about body yeah. stories. Yeah, but that that one was like they were like, but that was like a specific. They were, those were pilgrims. They're on a pilgrimage, and then what people are saying is that you know the the idea that people move around all the time is kind of built into uh, American culture, you know. Well, I think it's just, um, yeah, if, car and, culture, and because, like, all yeah, yeah, it's, it's traveling a, salesman it's jokes a, involves a car breaking down. Yeah, but I think it's also about just kind yeah. of, like, um, frontier and resettling culture, you mm-hmm. know, as opposed to, like, you, you've been over here to the Europe. A uh, lot, a lot of times week, people, as a matter of fact. <laughs> a lot of times, like, people will, like, you know, be born somewhere and just stay there forever, which... Um, you know, happens in the U.S. Is t- too, but you know, you in the U.S. you get a lot of people more. It seems people be are more mo- they'll, they'll move around more. You know, 
than they do over here. Yeah, they'll live in London and they'll go, I've never been north of Leeds. Yeah, I met a dude. I met a dude in Ed, one of those guys I interviewed in Edinburgh for that the Banana Flats film. Yeah, he never left. He left Scotland once. In his That's just so life. fucking weird. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, to, well, to Americanize, I, it's like yeah. Uh, I worked. I worked with a dude in Texas, and when I was working at the uh, the state archives, I worked with a guy who had never left Texas. He'd gone to Mexico once on a, on a trip with the rest of work in, in to Mexico in the eighties. Oh, another weird thing is like in Europe is when you meet grown adults, like they're grown adults that uh-huh. that say to you, "I'm going to go in this weekend for my driver's license test." Yeah, I know. that's <laughs> it is kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, we kind of had that in school when we we're fifteen. <laughs> yeah, I know, but that's that. Yeah, it is. No, that's, I know. That's, it's just a different culture. Yeah. So again, yeah, yeah this funny. ties into today's topic of you know we're car culture. Uh, we have our traveling salesmen, or we had, yeah. you know, until uh, Amazon came in, and their cars would break down, often by farms. <laughs> yes. Well, th- oh, thanks for steering that back on topic. Yeah. Um, and an interesting thing to go t- tie it back in with the Fuller Brush traveling salesman, actually owned by, um, hold on, wait a minute, o- owned Fuller? by Sarah Lee. No, by the oh. Sarah Lee Corporation. By the people that own that make the cakes. Yeah, the frosted cakes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, we know, we know, we know so much about traveling salesmen now. And farmers' daughters, which uh, the yes. farmers' daughter joke. Uh, here's some more little academia on it. Serves the cultural function of transmitting information about taboos and appropriate social behavior. Also noting wow. that cultural artifacts such as folklore convey information about those tattoos. Oh well. Uh, the yeah. academic, I think her name is Erica K. Klaus. Notes mm-hmm. that the that the known varieties of these jokes speak to one of three specific fantasies for the audience uh, of the joke, which is edible triumph, castration, or feminization. <laughs> Whoa! Uh-huh. <laughs> Regardless of which variation of the joke is being told, the traveler is meant to be a stand-in for the narrator of the joke, the character with whom the listener is meant to relate. Ah, see, you need you need a relatable character <laughs> yeah, in, in your exactly. short story to be the everyman, the voice of the yeah. audience. Um, read in such ways, the listener himself or herself, such as such jokes are historically um, uh, affiliated with males, is cast into an incestuous fantasy. Um, ah, so oh. uh, edible triumphs as occurring in the version of the joke where the traveler successfully figures out a way to circumvent whatever barriers the farmer has laid out to prevent the sexual liaison. In count. Yeah. So basically yeah, a lot of fucked up shit going on there. Yes. Um, <laughs> actually, I took, I, took a, uh, I took a couple folklore classes in college, and uh, it was mm-hmm. actually folklore of the British Isles. But the thing is, is like, like with, with these farmer-daughters jokes, mm-hmm. like right there you saw where they said, oh, okay, we can break these down into the Edpul Triumph, the castration or feminization. And they would do the same thing with like folk music and folk poems and stuff. Right. And then they could start – but they, they, then they would like assign them numbers. Because yeah. you could just go, oh, this is a this is a forty nine uh, variant B, you know, and oh, so wow. it was just very uh, yeah. They could like get really specific with their naming conventions on the. I bet somebody's done that with these farmer daughter jokes, where it's like, oh, that's the uh, variant seven of farmer's daughter joke twenty four. Yeah, but you, I mean, again, also you can do the same with Aesop's fables, which are meant to teach. Oh lessons. yeah, totally. 
Yeah, exactly. So yeah. basically, I guess in, in summary, is that these farmer daughter traveling salesman jokes are, are are meant to play upon our fears, anxieties, and 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 teach us a lesson about our kind of what is acceptable in society, and then we laugh. Yeah. At the at the jokes, um, I did kind of dig up. Uh, I don't know. Have you ever seen this film, Harmon? The uh, Did you hear the one about the traveling sales lady? No, I did not. Tell us. Oh, tell us that more. was a yeah. That was kind of a. It was it came out in '68, I believe, and with the starring role of uh, somebody we've talked about here on the podcast before, Phyllis Diller. What? Yeah, you mean, you mean Phyllis Diller from one of our past episodes on the history of yeah. the Purple Onion, which you can yeah, check Phyllis out on Diller. our site, Comedy History 101. Subscribe yeah, and today. Also, <laughs> and also starring uh, Bob Denver in a non-Gilligan-type role. Post or pre-Gilligan Island? Yeah. Uh, that, I think that would be, that would be post. I think, yeah. Ah, okay. Wow. Yeah. Um, what, what, have you seen the movie? No, I just remember the title. I remember mm-hmm. the title. I they can't. I couldn't find a trailer anywhere, but I just remember it when I was a kid. I thought it was a weird title, and it was uh, one of those. Wacky, what, what's the movie about? Wacky. Uh, well, Phil Stiller is the uh, traveling saleswoman of the title, and uh-huh. it, it, it somehow involves a car race with steam-powered cars. <laughs> it's it's one of those wacky sixties. Oh, like Mad 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 World. Type uh, yep, thing? exactly. It was it was exactly like one of those, but wholesome. And uh, as a, this had most of the cast of McHale's Navy in it, I think. You mean Ernest <laughs> Borgnine? I don't think he was in it, but I think everybody, uh, like Joe Flynn and all those other guys. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll drop in a clip of the trailer here. <laughs> if we can find it. No, I don't think we can because somebody was – I looked it up on yeah. IMDb, and I couldn't find anything on YouTube. And mm. on the IMDb, the person was complaining. Like, it hasn't been released on DVD or VHS. So it's like uh, kind of – It looks like when I go I to the TV uh, movie museum here in New uh-huh. York to check out the episode of Turn On – which we yeah. did a past episode on. Check it That's out. going to be our iTunes. exclusive. I'll have to our check exclusive. out uh, this one as well. <laughs> yeah, do it. <laughs> and any other takeaways? Uh, you you mentioned here on our Google Doc something about George Plimpton. Yeah, there there's another movie. Did you watch any of that? Because that was actually we should kind of talk about that. Uh, you want um, me to watch right some... now? We can uh, power of edit. I no, can... no, okay. Nah, maybe in a no. It's it was just really the title, but it's actually kind of interesting. We might we might need to go into this one time. So this is a a movie that as a documentary with George Plimpton, where he starts to do, he tries to do stand up, and so he he talks to all the. It's, the movie starts with Woody Allen doing stand up. What, so what year is this? Yeah. I think it's from like seventy three or oh, wow. something. So it's but before the, the stand up boom. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, you can find it. You can find it on YouTube. And but the title the title is Did You Hear the One About Dot 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 question. And, and so is there a traveling it, salesman yeah. or farmer's daughter? Yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't watch the whole thing. But the, it was <laughs> it was really kinda interesting to watch because the the copy that they have on YouTube was from the production house. Yeah. So when you watch the whole thing, mm-hmm. like in the in the film, there's it gets to like, you know, about ten minutes in and it just goes insert commercial here. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. what you're saying is cool movie, possibly nothing to do with traveling salesmen or farmer's daughters. I think there might be, no, <laughs> except for the title. Did yeah, you hear oh. the one about, okay. And there might you be. You can put I anything can, we can, in there. Did you hear the one about yeah. the broken yeah. toaster? In, in I, the, I can, nether, I can neither confirm <laughs> conform nor deny the fact that, that there is a traveling salesman joke but in there. You can do that with anything, confirm nor deny. <laughs> 
that exactly uh, Farmer's that. Daughter Traveling Salesman connection is exactly. involved. Okay, no, that's you, all right. Good, good, good plug for the movie. Maybe that's a separate uh, episode. That's a whole new episode yeah. in itself. Which is, yep. which I think we should do an episode on that. That sounds kind I of interesting. I think you should, yes. It's and, kind of an interesting little weird movie. Yeah. What's this uh, sponsored by DuPont? What, what is that? Yeah, it was, sponsored, it was sponsored by DuPont, like back in the old timey days, even though it's not that old timey. But yeah. I guess, I don't know why DuPont is sponsoring a movie about stand up comedy. So, Scott, any other takeaways uh, uh, on either traveling salesman jokes, farmer's daughter jokes, or farmer's daughter's jokes that involve traveling salesmen? Um, just be, uh, be careful of the farmer in these situations because he's going to um, – it, the ending is not going to be nice. Yeah, and, and, and also uh, when you are sleeping in a farmhouse, uh, when you're invited in, make sure if it's a sexual relationship, make sure it's consensual. Right, exactly. Always. That is number one, Harmon. That's the number one takeaway from all of Of these farmer-daughter jokes. Yes. Yes. So – Scott, with that, yeah. I think it's time to yes. plug away. Because I think that does it. I think that, that wraps up uh, yeah, that what nice, we know nice about. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Shane stuff. Schmidt of Minneapolis, Minnesota. And again, if you want to comment or suggest an episode, contact us through our website, Comedy History 101, or on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Just Google it. It's easy to find. We will mention your name and Chances are we will do your episode. And with that, it's time to plug away. Scott, what do you have to plug? Well, Harmon, I have to plug what I've been plugging for a while now that uh, I wrote and directed and Harmon produced um, a short documentary called Everything You Want to Know About Sudden Birth But We're Afraid to Ask, which is currently on the festival circuit. And we got a whole slew of festivals lined up for uh, the next couple of months here. We'll be showing in Argentina at Fun Cinema. Oh, my God. You mean we'll have people watching the movie and eating empanadas? Yeah, dude. Hold wearing, on. Wearing it gets their better. Diego Maradona t-shirts. <laughs> okay, hold on. You have to you have to think of a, that that for each country I'm going to go through now. Yeah, all right. And yeah, we'll absolutely. Have, I like I like this game. We'll go ahead. Two, go ahead. We'll have and then we've got two screenings in Australia at the Sydney Underground and Victory International Film Festivals. Oh, mate. Will, will the audience be bringing a knife? That's not a knife. Now that's a knife. <laughs> Wait, was that guy from New Zealand? All right, okay. What? And then, oh, you're gonna, well, we're going to get angry letters from Australians because <laughs> and of that. Then, uh, then, um, uh, we'll be showing it Shorts, uh, Shorts Mexico in Mexico. Ah, uh, we won't be having a burrito because a burrito is actually American concoction. Uh, we'll be having tacos, which is more traditional because the burrito yes. is American, actually origin in the Mission District of San Francisco. Oh, excellent. Okay, and then the last here, um, we'll be screening in Canada at the Long Weekend du Court. Oh, you are they going to be laughing about it? About your poutine? Uh, yeah, you... eating their poutine and, and do, doing their curling rock thing <laughs> on the way to the Wayne, cinema. Wayne Gretzky. And spelling, going to the theater and spelling it wrong. Oh my god, dude. (laughs) All right, but then we do have a couple more screenings in the States. Uh, The Drunken Film Festival out in Oakland. And then Harmony. Oh, wait, wait. Is that Uh, like Drunken Shakespeare? It's like, okay, first, all the audience has to be drunk. 
Like, yeah. you know, one of those then, hacky premise things that yeah. everyone fucking <laughs> <The> does. <laughs> um, and then... Uh, let's see. Uh, we'll be showing with our friend Craig, uh, Craig Baldwin's uh, other cinema out in San Francisco in December. That's pretty cool. Oh, nice, San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, and then, but this this is the big one, Harmon. So uh, it's actually drum roll. Yeah. Yep. So technically, this will be out on Wednesday. Actually, I'm not to say it before then, but this will no, be no. I'm going to put this up tomorrow, Tuesday. Okay. Well, this is kind of top secret. <coughs> okay. Okay. So go ahead. All right. <coughs> Uh, we'll be screening at Fantastic Fest in Austin, Texas. Oh my God, we're gonna get this information out early. On I that. know, dude. We are. It's it's, it's <laughs> oh, a thing. Yeah. It's a it's a scoop. It's a scoop. Did you sign an NDA? An, an, an NDA? I don't know what I signed, man. But we'll, yeah. if you don't get me in trouble, uh, don't get me in trouble. Uh, okay, yeah. if you're listening from the, from that festival, don't this say came anything. out on Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Yes. <laughs> Not Tuesday. No. All right, cool. And for That's me, yeah, so. uh, I have a new book out called Tribe Spotting Undercover Culture Stories. Features my best infiltration stories of going out and exploring and infiltrating cultural tribalism in America. Everything from assault weapon enthusiasts to furries. Order it on Amazon. And with that, that... Wraps up another episode of Comedy History 101. Where we school you in comedy. We will see you, not see you. We will we will talk to you. We what what yes. do we do? We they won't see you. We're, we're podcasting, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, we will podcast to you next time. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You're stupid. Everybody's so stupid. Good thing about doing comedy in Russia, you have captured audience. You're stupid. Everybody's so stupid. Comedy History 101. Yes, ma'am. I read you loud and clear. Yes, ma'am. This is... Yes, ma'am. This is... This is the present. Hey, everyone. Scott here. You just finished our Comedy History 101 podcast. So you like comedy and history, then you should try out our other podcast, This is the President. In every episode, I dig up some found audio from one of our presidents and play it for Harmon, who's never heard it before. Then we talk about it. From Truman to Trump, we cover all your favorite presidents and not-so-favorite ones. You can also hear Harmon sounding off about current events and the state of America today. And, if you're lucky... You might be able to catch us reading customer reviews of Trump products on Amazon. You can subscribe to This is the President on iTunes, Google Play, Last.fm, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Just search for This is the President, subscribe, and together we'll make America great again. <laughs>